Blog Talk Radio.
MG. I am so happy to be here with you all today. If you don't know where you are, which I never do, but if you don't know where you are today right now, I want to let you know you are at the Bonnie Albers on-air show, and I am the hostess with the mostest, at least I claim I am, Bonnie Albers. I love our show today. I love our guest today. Chris is really not a guest. He's kind of like a We called him our house guest. He kind of always is here. The great news about him is that he can talk on everything metaphysical that I can think of, and we both bring all that to the table. So I love when he's here. I can pick his brain. I can get him to give you information that maybe is interesting to you or possibly very, very pertinent to you. We have a great show today. But before I actually get involved into the subject, I'm going to, one, introduce you to my house guest. Uh, I don't know that you know that he's an expert in this field that we're going to talk about today, but he does so many different things. So please welcome, before he comes on, I'm going to tell you what he does, Jerry Humphrey to the house. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, everyone. I just, before you get involved in what we are going to talk about today, I want people to know that you're not just a medium psychic. I mean, not just that. That sounds crazy. But you are a medium psychic. You are an expert in pet communication and pet uh, psychic ability. You are, which doesn't make sense, but you are a wonderful intuitive, a Reiki master healer teacher. You do teach a lot of metaphysical courses. You also rock the uh, 3D of you are a personal person-centered counselor. You are a hypnotherapist. You, I, I, I can't even get into you, the CEO of a magazine that just came out, your fourth year edition, and that is Psychic Insight Magazine. Uh, and I don't know, Jerry, if I've missed anything else, but you certainly rock the universal metaphysical world like crazy. You also do animal totems, which I don't think people really, we don't say very much, but you do animal totem readings, and you, you can tell people they're totems, but I know that's a reading that you give. So, Jerry, how are you today? Oh, after that, look, I'm pretty exhausted. I'm, I'm <laughs> so am I. I just want everybody, <laughs> uh, you know, I'd love to rock all those gifts myself. But, you know, maybe you're exhausted because you do know that Mercury went retrograde. What, yesterday? Well, yeah, officially it was yesterday. Unofficially it's been around for about 10 days. And it's already already one of those. It's a little bit like taking the plug out of the bath and watching the water drain out. That's how my energy has been feeling. (laughs) Well, you know, my friend, I've been sending you some. So if you haven't circled the drain yet... It's because I've been sending you some of the energy that I have. Oh, that's very, that's very kind. But you need your energy for you. <laughs> oh, honey, I about I had it. I, 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 you know what things going on here is energy is very. Thank goodness I've got an abundance of it because I haven't slept. I haven't been able to do a whole lot that I've wanted to. But for everyone who uh, who follows me in my life. You know, my house for the last year and a half has been under construction. 
we're coming out to the end of it, but it's, you know, at the end of like Mercury retrograde and why I said it is the beginning of Mercury retrograde and the end of Mercury retrograde are the strongest uh, forces you'll feel. So we're getting to the end of my building and, uh, and hopefully I'll get my house back. But because it's at the end, you know, you have all that push to get through. And I don't know if you know that, or I know you know it, but I don't know if people realize that about Mercury retrograde. Because, Jerry, people say, oh, we can wait till the end of Mercury retrograde, but really the end is really the most potent as well as the beginning. And it's one of those um, planetary energies. It depends where it sits. I mean, at the moment we're in Pisces, so it's it's going through that sort of watery change. Um, but I also feel that um, sometimes you know the basics or the basic sort of rules, as it were, of a retrograde can apply. Um, it's try not to put too much emphasis on it. But I've already noticed with the people I've been speaking with and doing readings for that there have already been quite a bit of uh, relationship upheavals or yeah. communication up, upheaval, upheavals, uh, which is quite which is quite interesting. But um, it, I reckon that as long as we, as long as we don't talk about it too much, it might just <laughs> slip by unnoticed. It might just slip by unnoticed, and we can get away with it. Well, I'll tell you what you know on this show. That's not happening. So you know I'm going to be borrowing <laughs> it all, every time I get a chance to. But uh, it, what's interesting is it's in Pisces. Uh, and Pisces is the watery planet. Like you said, it's a water planet. It, it, Pisces and me don't always get along. And I'm another water sign. But it's a kind of a illusional, delusional planet for me. And uh, I do have to tell you that because of that, and depending on what house it sits in, it's all about emotions, just, that, uh, uh, just like you're talking about. And emotions uh, is about the heart and about relationships and about all kinds of relationships, whether it's with, you know, you or your partner or some partner you're thinking about. It could be your bosses. It could be your pets. It could be any relationship, watery issues, because water is all about, you know, it's your, your water signs are really about the heart. So. I love that, and um, and I'm sure people are going to be happy when it ends. But, you know, this isn't a bad one because, like I said, it's about the heart. And is also, you know, you also have that communication issue. So if it's about the heart and communication, you just got to make sure you're clear, that you're clear on your communications about how you feel about people and what, what, what boundaries you're going to put. What do you feel about, Jer, since you're yeah, in this too? <laughs> of course, it, it crosses into Aries right at the tail end uh, of its uh-huh. cycle this time around. So um, it's uh, it's very much, I feel, about allowing yourself or telling yourself that there is no need to make any big decisions at them. And, and that goes across the board, I reckon, that whether they're emotional decisions, material decisions, um, it's it's a good time still to get things uh, planned, as in what can you then launch once the uh, spring equinox has, has uh, been through. Um, so it's a great planning period. Some things that you had hoped that you might want to complete 
before the end of March might be held back. But that's, in a way, again, I feel it's not a bad thing. It just helps you to make sure that you have all the fine details where you want them and possibly even some of the things that you don't, you realize you now don't need that can, that can be let go of. So it's about prep, preparing the ground as well for the spring equinox. And we have quite a big full moon coming in on the 21st of this month. Wow, so that's I love be, that. that that's, so that's going to be quite intriguing as well. So um, it could be quite a shift. For those of you, I feel, who may be on the cusp of Pisces, Aries, uh, listen to me, the astrologer. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, could, it could be a time when, you've, when you have to just perhaps um, reevaluate at the last minute, but it could also be a time when you suddenly feel that instead of your energy or things around you flowing away, which is the water energy, that suddenly you get your uh, your mojo back, your fire back, because then, it, as I said, it crosses into Aries. You know, you just read my mind. I was, you know, I always, like, uh, people maybe don't know this, but I think about five to ten sentences ahead of everyone. So that means that sometimes my words get jumbled because I'm on a different uh, part of your sentence. To everybody. I mean, you used to do it at school. And I knew you were going to say mojo. <laughs> so either you got it for me, or I put that thought right in your head. Um. Listen, if you're in my head, then I want an escape clause. <laughs> yeah, you need one. But uh, for, for everyone also, I, I love that, you know, you just said that about, about making plans. You know, retrograde brings also, because it's emotional at retrograde, it brings people back that you have not had closure. So it could bring back an old friend, could bring back an old boss. And it doesn't always, you know, people always think, oh, retrograde, it has to be bad. No, or challenging. Uh, it could be that there was a job that you missed out on that you applied for and just didn't come about. But this time around, now they're looking at you in a different light. Or it wasn't the right time, but because of this retrograde, they're reviewing all of what's passed and bringing you back into the limelight. Also with friends, it brings old friends back you haven't heard from forever uh, because that's emotional. And it could even bring your old lovers back. I mean, you know, some of us don't want that or, you know, not me. I've been married 40 years. But, you know, for people who are dating, people who've had some bad or challenging or fabulous experiences with an ex, it could be that you're going to hear from them again and maybe get some closure on why the relationship either has to end or needs to be rekindled. So it's not always, you know, a challenging uh, retro. It could be good. The other statement I'd like to make is about computers and this one's a big one because uh, I, I really do believe in the technology age that we have Jerry and we all use our cell phones and we all use our computers and you know every every one of us relies on the word right away that they get well just remember in a retrograde sometimes they don't receive it it doesn't get through you might text somebody and you don't hear from them and you're mad at them because, oh, my gosh, they didn't text me back. But really, like, you know, quirky things happen during a retrograde. So for me, you know, I would like to tell everybody out there, just watch your communication with computers or electronics because what Mercury rules. And check, double check, and triple check what you send to who you send it to 
and if they got it. And and that was that is my big advice for the retrograde this season, Every, this this month anyway. Uh, I always it's always a challenge when it Mercury retrograde hits me because one is I'm tongue tied, which you can hear, and two is you know I remember a retrograde Jerry where I was texting someone and it actually went to someone else. Um, I thank goodness it was a good one. You know I don't ever speak poorly of anybody or any situation, but. I just thought to myself, had that been anybody else and you send it, uh, what would have happened? So be careful who you send what to and make sure when you press that button send that it's to the person that you wanted to initially send it to. Any advice, Jerry, for them before we move to our cards? Um, I think you pretty much said it all, really. It's, it's, as you said, it's anything that involves communication um, it can come under uh, the uh, the slightly negative energy of Mercury, but it also can be very positive things as well. But yeah. you're right, you know, you have to you have to watch out for things like computers, etc. I mean, I I've noticed that um, the the battery on my cell phone is actually losing power a lot faster than it normally does. So I and I know. Some might say, yeah, I don't feel that it is. I actually feel it's because, you know, the uh, the energies around are, are draining it. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I look for things like this. And I know that I have to be a bit careful with when I feel my energy getting supercharged, as it does. It does happen sometimes. Very rare, but it does. Um, <laughs> that I can, I can affect electronic things past retrograde you know i have actually blown up a tv that was 50 miles away from me uh, wow. i have uh, stopped the digital tv box from working uh, and i've affected two phones and three computers you know and it's just like just one has to be careful and it's it's one of those things <laughs> yes. you know you go with you, you get used to it well, uh, listen, for anybody talking to Jerry in the next three weeks, I'd be careful. I'd rewrap, wrap, and I would probably uh, put all kinds of protection around your electronics and your microwave because you never know when he's coming to your house to do the same. But, you know, Jerry, I, with that, I, I pulled a card, and I know you have an animal card before we get to our subject. Everyone, I want everybody to know what the subject is. I don't want to spend too much time on the card, but uh, this is really important to me. It's something that came to me last show and it is about our pet or our fairy family, friend, fabulous, animal, pets, anim animals, whatever you want to call them. You know, this word pet and animal, Jerry, uh, well, maybe we'll save the part. Well, now we'll do it. But, you know, the words for pet and animals for me is a tough word. One, it doesn't give enough emotionality to what and who they are, no matter what pet you have. Uh, it's the same thing like with uh, space people. I don't like the word alien because it does not describe the emotional existence of, um, of outer space people. <laughs> so I never can find the right word to say our, our fairy friends don't make it emotional enough for me. So what do you call your uh, pet or your fairy animal friends uh, the animal companions okay so you use it but what if they called us their human companions that's exactly how i describe it 
when I'm doing a, when I'm doing a, uh, when I'm doing a communication, then I will uh, and it's uh, and there's a person asking about their animal companion. Then that's how I describe them, as in their human companion. That's how exactly how I describe it. Well, I love that. Then I'll be more comfortable with it because I've been throwing words around like fairy friends, pets, fairy family friends, family pets, and it just it doesn't sit well with me. So it, I'm going to call it that our, our animal communicators or our animal companions, and we're their human companions. I love that. So we just yeah, called the not, mystery of the and world. Not, and not all animals are furry, of course. I mean, an elephant's well, not furry. True. Well, and a parrot has, 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 you're right. I mean, absolutely. So I love that. You know, you just, my conundrum's gone. So you just cured me of the conundrum of what to call animals. So, and you know, I do, well, I'll get into what I, what I, what I know that I was put here for with the animals. And um, for everyone, today the show is all about those animals. It's about how we relate to them. Jerry brings through, he's not going to be able to do, he needs pictures of your pets, so we're not going to be able to do and talk to your alive pets or find them if, if they're lost on the 3D plane. But we will be able to get into the psychic realm. So if you want to find a pet that has passed over, if you, you know, want to just ask Jerry a question, and this will be wonderful because one of this field is, he is an expert at all of the pet communication, pet psychic work. And we don't bring it enough to the show. And we're going to talk about that. But uh, I do want did you pull an animal card for today, Jerry? That's a very good question you asked me there, Bonnie. Can, can, can I pass <laughs> and come back to it? Yes. I did pull a flower therapy card because, you know, I'm all about the flowers, even if it's freezing in Florida. And what's funny is I can't find a lot of my cards because they're all put away. I mean, I've got some here and some there. But I found my flower therapy card, and I picked up the pile, and one flew out. And it was the white rose. I mean, I well, what's funny is all I want is white in my house. I've painted everything white. So I was really happy when this flew out. It says, the white rose is for purification. By purifying your life, and negative people places by purifying your life of negative people places and experiences you attain true peace why i love this card jerry is because and this is the subject i want to get into right now is when you have an animal companion i feel with that that white rose explains it all you attain true peace because they come with no agenda. I don't. They come with a loving agenda, an unconditional loving agenda. And I'm not going to say a tiger isn't going to eat you. But when you pick out, a, you know, a pet, uh, they come to support you here. So when I look at this white rose, you know, I love that, that you, you, you can attain true peace. It's why they have all kinds of um, animal, you know, uh, companions for people who have PS. PD or PSDD because they really soothe their soul and I love that so I had to get into that card but uh, what do you feel about that Jerry? Yeah I totally agree it's um, we seem to connect with domesticated 
animals because they they are the ones that we can have companionship with. Although, having said that, there are some amazing people who do some fabulous work with animals in the wild, as or wild as we would call them, uh, non-domesticated animals, and the connections and relationships they have with them is amazing. Um, but yes, it's all about that unconditional uh, love and connection that um, that we have with animal companions. That um, they don't. All they really ask for is that they are treated kindly, fed um, at regular intervals, uh, and have you know have a, a warm place to sleep. Um, and that's all they really ask of us, you know. Um, but they do they they do amazing things on our behalf that a lot of which goes unseen and as you said they bring a lot of um support and well-being i mean there are there is a, an organization over here called pets as, as therapy um, yeah. mainly dogs and they go into um uh, hospitals they go into old people's uh, residential homes um and you know they people get a lot of comfort from if they don't have that or haven't had uh, an animal companion of their own, but they just get such a, a, a big buzz out of being able to spend time uh, around dogs. Or I've even seen a horse in a hospital before now, which is pretty amazing. Um, yeah. So you know it, it's it's amazing what animals can do because they don't have the human agenda, um, and it's it's really nice because they're just so uncomplicated. Um, and that's why you know with all the and there are some wonderful animal communicators in the world that you know this is how we are able to help bridge that gap between um the uh, animal companion and the human as to what might be missing what's needed on both sides come to that uh, whether it's an animal that's present whether it's an animal that's passed over um it's it's all basically a mediumship link um, but there's a, there is a as you said there is a protocol that with animal communication that has to be gone through which is why well, unfortunately I can't do a communication as such uh, for anyone that's calling in today uh, I can work as a pet psychic which is different yeah that's what I want you to explain because I don't feel that people get that some people don't understand the difference and there is a big difference. There is, or it's, it's, it's actually quite simple. An animal communicator is what is it's what we do. It says it on the label. We communicate directly with the animal. We get the uh, the feelings which we translate back into words from the animal to the to the person and vice versa. It's that's exactly what we do. A pet psychic can pick up maybe you know how an uh, how an animal is feeling. Um, what it might be needing around it at a certain period. Um, is there anything in its life that it's, that it's missing? But that is just picked up psychically. It is not a direct communication with the animal. That's when, to put it, um, if you pardon the pun, because uh, I talked to a horse the other day, you get it straight from the horse's mouth. You know, you get it direct from the animal concerned. And they tell you exactly what's going on, why it's going on, how they're feeling, why they're feeling it, um, what they're picking up, how they're picking it up. You know, there's 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 a lot that is that happens 
uh, in an animal communication that just does not happen um, when you're working as a pet psychic. So the the communication side is a lot deeper, uh, a lot deeper, um, and it's um, it's very rewarding. Uh, both, I mean, both are um, whether you're working as a pet psychic or an animal communicator. But again, here in the UK, we're pretty um, uh, restricted by what we can and cannot look at. And the same thing applies with animal communication as it does with people. We cannot diagnose anything to do with health. Um, so the first thing to be said is, if there are any questions around an animal's health, please have it checked out by the relevant professional. I love that. I, what else I want to know, Jerry, is this. It's more about the afterlife. I'd like you to explain. I mean, it, it seems like it should be easy, but there is, uh, a, a, you know, a, a consensus, including myself, that when pets pass over, they go over the rainbow. We call it the rainbow bridge. Why do we call it that? And what kind of bridge are they going over? Uh well, uh, to me, that's just another way of saying that the animal's spirit is passing back. It's going back home. It's going. It's going back to spirit. There's no. In my my opinion, is it's no different a space from when a person passes over. And it, I agree. I when you know passing as a passing, but I do see when I when I you know one of my. I don't know that anybody knows this. Maybe you do. Um, probably. But uh, I would say probably 20 years ago, I w would look at pets that had passed, or not really pets, but animals in the street, that, and they would be gone. And I had to stare at them. I had to acknowledge their soul. And then they'd look at me. They'd all come together and run up the rainbow bridge. So I, I would, you know, say a word, you know, about how uh, that we appreciated them here and go home to where you belong and, you know, send out a heartfelt, you know, we love you. And for some reason, I always have to do that. So that's why I resonate with the Rainbow Bridge. I don't really feel it's a bridge or anything like that. I just feel it's like, you know, the song Somewhere Over the Rainbow, You're Gone Home. So I do love that. There's another question that I think people or feel people really would like to hear from and that would like to hear the answer from, especially from a expert like you. Why do you feel the pets choose to come here? Do you feel they choose us, we choose them? And what agenda do we talk about before we actually encounter them here? It's a very good question. Um, why, oh, should, I do uh, why should an animal soul contract be any different from a human's? Just because we manifest in a human body doesn't mean to say that animals don't have in their soul contract what their life's purpose is. What, as I said, in my view, it's not any different. Um, so I don't see I don't see that there is a distinction there. Do you feel that at, that souls are all the same, and that we pick and choose what bodies, animal bodies, animals? humans, aliens, that we want to come at. Now, that, that again, is I got asked that the other day. Is it possible that well, a person could come me. back... No. <laughs> is it possible that a person comes back as an animal or vice versa? Mm -hmm. um, 
I, to be honest, I can't answer that because I can't prove what it one way or another. Um, because the work that we do can't be proven one way or another. Um, I would suggest, and it's only suggestion, that if we are on a journey as uh, a human life form, then it's because that has to be completed at some point, whether it's in a past life, this life, a future life. And I would suggest that maybe uh, animals are the same. And I'm not saying there can't be a crossover, but I can't say to that yes or no. You know, I'm glad that you can't because I couldn't either. But, I, 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 you know, I have my own theories. The other big question that I've got for you is, you know, with humans, and I'm sure there's a million different species of human maybe, although I'm not sure I believe that one, but you have many species of animals. Why do you feel that is, and why, why do we have some that are wild? Why do we have some that are tame? Do you, why do some go extinct and leave this earth plane? And why do some live forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever since the day of time? Firstly, um, every person, every human being on the face of this planet is an individual. Yes. There are, there are no two people who, even I would say, even if you have a genetic twin, triplet or whatever, you cannot experience exactly the same thoughts, feelings, and life experiences as the, as the person that is next to you. Everyone is individual. All animals are individual, even though they will come from the same type. You know, they are still all individual. Um, so, for example, there are uh, we have people who can be called European, um, Indian, Chinese. Uh, I can go, I can go on. Well, so there are different breeds of animals. There are horses, there are, there, are, there are cattle, there are insects. Oh, come on, That's the same, it's the same thing. You know, there, there, are just, there are different slots, if you like. Um, but all animals, if you look at, uh, I don't know, it could be anything. Um, I don't know why I'm looking at butterflies. I think it's probably because I saw a program on butterflies yesterday uh, on TV over here about butterflies in, in a uh, particular part of um, the Mexican jungle. It was amazing, um, but no two will no two will be identical. They will, they will each have their own characteristics. A slight difference in markings. I mean, that's what people who who go out and um, uh, help to conserve wild animals. That's how they document them by looking at their markings. Uh, whales all have different tails. Um, you know, there's it's so much. It's it's such a complex ecosystem that we live in um, why are the wild animals because there has to be a balance mother nature is all about balance and this this planet has to be kept in balance so not everything is uh, naturally nice and fluffy and tame and purry um, <laughs> why do some animals get extinct because there are some ridiculously stupid greedy um, human beings out there who think they can kill them for money that's why animals go extinct Wow, I, you know, I, I just feel so bad. We're, but, you know, Jerry, we are uh, eating up their environment, and, uh, and, and I don't know that that is ever going to stop. So I don't know, you know, when we look at the black bear in, in, in Florida, 
now they've opened that you can kill 400 black bears. And then what happens to their cubs? So, you know, I, I do believe more, more, and more will go extinct. And to keep one in a zoo makes no sense to me. But I, I often wonder what happens. You know, you looked at the dinosaur, and they became extinct on their own. Okay. But we're helping animals to become extinct, and I'm not okay. quite sure what's going to happen there. Well, dinosaurs were made extinct because this planet was hit by uh, a, a massive meteor or asteroid. That's why uh, the dinosaurs became extinct. Um, now, the interesting, it's one thing I want to just say, because you mentioned black bears. I'd like mm -hmm. you to imagine the headlines in a newspaper. Uh, Man kills black bear. Uh, it doesn't get any, any, any readership. But you change that around to black bear kills man, that, that, that creates news. Why should it? Why right. should it? Yeah, I, I, you know, I agree. So, but I, it's really sad to me because I see a lot of animals, and, and I'm not the animal communicator uh, that you are. I, but it makes me sad because I just keep feeling like we are encroaching on their land, and nobody realizes that. So I'm hoping that they do survive. I'm not sure. Like I look at things like llamas, and you know, I love them, and you know, and giraffes, and I love them. And then I look at the world right now and I say, well, where did they exist before all of us? Did they exist? And what, what, what part did they have to play? And uh, it's a shame because you're going to see, I feel, a lot more of those animals that we, you know, that we don't, we don't particularly need anymore or use. And I think that they're, you know, that they're uh, trouble or that, that we have to kill them. I hope that more of them don't go extinct because they're breathtaking. Well, that's the, see, the problem is that as um, this planet is has been and is still evolving, remember this planet is still evolving. Um, the uh, if you look at certain parts of this uh, of Mother Earth, like for example the land around Africa, the land around the, the, uh, around. Uh, Mexico, etc., etc. There are shifts. Uh, Australia is another tectonic plate shift that is still evolving. You know, this has taken billions of years, and it's still happening. So, you know, for animals to, uh, for us to exist uh, on this planet, we have to still find the balance. But the yeah. problem is that we live in this technological age where there is no balance. It's all about the human beings now. There are, as I said earlier, some wonderful people who do some fabulous conservation work to try and help to keep the balance, but not enough is done. So um, there is a possibility, and I'm not saying that it will happen in our lifetime, as I don't feel it will, uh, where the natural animals of this world, and I'm not talking about domesticated ones, but the natural animals of this world could be plundered so much that there won't be any left. Um, there's, you know, the one breed of uh, species of rhino, rhinoceros, is already gone. Elephants, are on, particularly African elephants, uh, are on the wane. Tigers, another one, massive in it, uh, uh, in Burma and India to try and get the tiger's natural habitat and to get their uh, numbers back up. But they keep being poached. You know, this yeah. this is the problem. They keep being killed. Um, so, you know, it, but it's it's still. We have to find the balance. Because just well, remember, folks, that at some time, this planet will no longer exist. 
I mean, it's a fact. It's gonna, it's gonna happen, because well, our sun will burn itself. Sun, our sun will burn itself out. This planet will no longer exist. So why the hell can't we make the best of it now, rather than trying to kill everything on it? I'm going off my soapbox now. You're going to wish you had started this conversation. Oh no, no, yeah, I'm very glad I am because I, you know, I love a podcast and I love, uh, I, I love uh, chatting. And we are going to get to you, so please, you know, everybody, just, uh, just bear with us. But I have to tell you this, Jerry, um, my husband you know, feels that we're all going to be robots anyway. We're going to turn into AI. And if you looked at the West world, he looked at me and said, don't laugh. And it won't be in our lifetime. The only way humans can exist in the future is this. So for everyone, it is interesting what everybody, and my husband isn't metaphysical, feels about what's going to go on. Now, getting back to animals, and we're going to get to the first phone call in just a few minutes, but uh, why do you feel People pick certain pets. So I like little dogs. You might like big dogs. Some people like birds. I never can figure out the snake thing. Uh, you know, I would die if I had a snake. I would, I would think it was going to bite me. And, but there's so many geckos, and, and, I, and I, I see why people pick them. But, Jerry, I want your opinion, just, you know, your, your thoughts. And how does a person pick a pet? And why do you feel some have an affinity? They want to have pets all the time, and some, you know, walk past a pet and, it, 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 you know, they would not have a pet. Why do you choose the people that you have relationships with? There's no difference. There's absolutely no true. difference. Do you see there's a no difference? difference between who you, there's no difference between who you connect with as a human to human as to who you connect with from human to animal. There is absolutely, in, again, sorry, in my opinion, there's absolutely no difference. Do you feel that there are, when we talk about, because these are the two main domestic animals, and I hate to say main, but cat people and dog people, do you feel that uh, why does some, somebody resonate or drawn to dogs and cats? Is there an ancient type of a feel that this person, you know, is drawn to a cat versus a dog? No, it's, as I said, it's no different. Why did, you, why did you marry your husband? Why does <laughs> anybody have a relationship? Why does somebody get attracted to someone? It's a reflection of, uh, it's another part of who they are. It's, it's no different with whether somebody is attracted to cats, dogs, horses, guinea pigs, ants, llamas, geckos. It doesn't make any difference. It's because we have a soul connection there somewhere, and it's, it, it reflects a part of us, a part of who we are, a part of our character maybe. Um, it, it could reflect a particular or either one of our emotions maybe. It's just, the, as I said, it's no different. The only one thing I do have to say to everybody before 973, thank you for hanging in with us, is this. If you are going to pick a pet, and I'm going to ask Jerry for a little ditty before we actually pick somebody up too. If you are going to pick a pet, um, one thing I did learn, uh, because I tell Jerry that I love pets to death, is that you need to read about your pet, especially you know, people don't think they buy a pet or get a pet, rescue a pet, and they feel that, you know, sometimes that's all that's needed. But when you pick like a rabbit or, or a bird, 
or something exotic even, please read about it before you actually bring them into your home because uh, a lot of them need different care. And I, and I love that, you know, even guinea pigs and, and, and hamsters, to just love something is great, but learn about it before you bring it in because that will give your pet or uh, your animal the most optimum uh, life ex- lifespan that they can have because the pet might not be for you. You might love the looks of rabbits, but you don't like that they aren't so litter trained. So, you know, where a cat is litter trained. So for everyone, I do suggest, and I'm going to ask you too, Jerry, if that's how you feel, please read about what you want before you actually bring it into your home. So go ahead, Jerry. There's nothing to say that you can't litter train a rabbit. <laughs> well, I couldn't train my rabbit, but you, you know what I'm saying. I, you know, I, I would love to get a big bird, but I don't have that environment, and I wouldn't be able to give it the care. So what I, I feel like is that as long as you want that pet and you're going to make it your life, because some of them live your whole life, uh, make sure you know about it, what kind of food it eats, what, what it needs, what the environment you keep it in. So I can give you an example, an example, and I won't do that, but uh, my suggestion is to make sure you know what you're getting and how to take care of it. So are you ready to get to the, the phone lines, Jer? Or just, just I'll say, or ask somebody who has had one of the same, and then you can get it from, you know, from somebody else's experience. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, totally agree. And the answer to your question is, yeah, all right then. <laughs> so well, today is all about pets. We can't communicate with your pet, uh, but but we can bring them through psychically. Actually, Jerry can. So if you have one uh, uh, one of your animal uh, companions that have passed over, uh, and you want to know how they're doing, or you want to kind of you know communicate to them, that's the questions that we'll be taking, right, Jerry? Do I have it right? Um. If there's a mediumship link I can make with an animal that's crossed over, I will do my best. If it's anything about an animal that's still here on Mother Earth, I cannot do an animal communication because I need a photograph. But what I can do is um, see if I can connect on a, as, a, uh, as a pet psychic. I will I do my best in, in, on either way. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm so excited for you all. I would love to be part of this show, but I'm going to leave you all to do it. And then I'll like secretly text Jerry. So here we go at 973. You are on with our pet master, Jerry. Hi. Hello. 973. Okay. I am going to move on. 8386. 386, you are all with Jerry. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Jerry. How are you? We are fabulous. Yeah, we can hear you. What? Who? Who? Who is this? Fantastic. This is Cindy. How are you doing? Hi, Cindy. How are you? Good. Very good. You got a question um, with a pet for Jerry. Um, is that the only topic we can ask about today? Is a connection with well, a pet, or? Well, I, you know, I just, my, 
my show is going to be about pets, and I wanted to spend that time for people who wanted to find their pets. So I would love to say, okay. yes, you could ask us about anything, but I'd prefer to stick with the pets. Uh, I'm trying to, when I have a theme with the show, I, I'd like to just mm-hmm. stick with it for, for a bit. Okay. Um, okay, I had a horse um, years ago that I um, sold because my ex-husband was bitching and bitching and bitching and bitching and bitching and bitching about selling it, and then I was really sorry I sold him, but um, he got uh, resold again later, and I lost track of him. They wouldn't tell me who bought him and where he went. His name was Smokey, and I was wondering if you can tell me where he ended up and, you know, he ended up in a, in a happy home, and it's been enough years. He's probably passed by now, I would assume. It's been quite some time. Jer? Oh, do you want to hear something? This is terrible. Do you know what, Cindy? They kicked Jerry uh-huh. off, and so I'm looking for him again. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. If I don't find Jerry, I'll be giving you the answer to that one. Uh, oh, my goodness. Okay, they kicked him off. I, You know, how old were you when – they're asking me a question about Smokey. The Smokey is really crazy because Smokey is lifting up his right leg. Like, you know how you would lift up your – uh, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at him, and it, you know how like you would go to count, like a horse would go to count. He's lifting up his mm-hmm. right leg. Do you know if he had an issue with his right leg, or or, or what would that mean to you? Because it's like lifting it up on a, a not front the leg or leg, back it's, leg. It's a front leg. I don't you know, have like, any idea. When I it's like when you're. Because I feel like it's when you when go I, to walk, you know, that whole thing, yeah. and the foot's cut, that the, the whole yeah. leg isn't coming up, just the, the foot, you know, the foot part's coming up, and it's not putting down. That, to me, you know, because I don't know horses that well, that it either means that um, it either means he knows how to count, you know, how, like, you go one, two, three, and he puts his foot down, or it means he's having an issue or he had an issue with his right front leg. And maybe something happened and he had an issue with it after I get rid of him. Yeah, yeah how old I sold was he? He moved I... on to another home. Yeah, um, I kind when I When I had him, he was like six or seven. He wasn't registered, so um, when he was like six or seven feel... years old. I kind of feel that the last home he went to, and I'm asking if he passed. And how old would he be right now? Because he's shaking his head no, but how old would he be right now? Oh, in his 30s. He's probably passed. Yeah. I guess I don't know why he's saying no. Maybe he's saying no because he didn't pass when you were with him. So all I can tell you is... He's picking his foot See, up. I, I barrel raced, and he didn't particularly care for barrel racing, so I sold him. That's when my husband was driving to get to sell him because I wasn't using him for barrel racing. And I well, sold I, him to somebody who was promised me they were just going to use him for a trail horse because he enjoyed that. He didn't enjoy yeah. what, you know, what we were doing that much. And then then she she had lied to me. She tricked me. She sent somebody else to buy him saying they were using him for a trail horse and this other girl that wanted him, and I wouldn't sell him for a barrel horse because he didn't like it, and she showed up at one of the races trying to use him for that, and he 
she had issues and couldn't click with him because she was using all kinds of stupid gear on him. And um, so then she sold him, and she wouldn't tell me who she sold him to, and I was tried to find him for years to get him back. But well, he it, 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 when you barrel race, do you pick your foot up? Do you go over the barrel? No, we no. He was running. He was okay, racing. because um, but okay, when so, I. Because that foot's coming him. up, and I don't know why. But okay, go ahead. When I purchased him, he had an injury to the right back leg that I worked on okay. for about six months, eight months to get it healed up. When I purchased I purchased him injured, and I, I got okay. it healed up. But that was a back thing, but it was on the right side. Yeah, you know what? I, I, for me, Jerry's the expert, and just because it's a front leg for me, he could be picking it up and saying he's got trouble on the right side. But there's a reason he's picking up that right leg, and I feel like it might have to do with that injury Maybe came, you know, how somebody favors that leg and then it affects the other, you know, other ones. I don't know. But what I'm hearing is that he had trouble with that. He had some type of something in that right upper leg. And whether he had arthritis or he, he favored, you know, one leg over another, I can't tell you. But what I do know is that... I don't feel he really connected with anybody else after you. So I feel like, and but I do, I do, I'm looking at him and he's in a field. So I, I feel like he was not abused. And I, and I feel like he kind of um, in his later years was in a pasture and I don't, I don't know why, but that's what they're he's showing me. Okay. Yeah. So I, I would, um, I won't communicate with him except that he's shaking his head. Um, he didn't really relate to anybody but you. So I feel like he was a one-horse show there. And unfortunately, um, in your life, you couldn't keep him. But, you know, the thing is, he knew that when he came down here with you. Well, but yeah, I wanted him to be doing something he was happy doing, not the sport I was doing because he didn't seem to care less whether he did it. You know, sometimes he did it good and sometimes he didn't. He just he didn't care about it. So I wanted him to be happy doing something. And I, the girl, I was deceived by the person that bought him because they really wanted him to try and do what I was doing with him, but he didn't like. And so I tried yeah, to find him think, to get him back, and I couldn't. Yeah, I, I, I see what the right foot's doing now, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the next person. But I do see. Do you know when the, I can't explain because I'm not a horse person. Do you know when you take your foot and you kind of like push it out, like to scrape something, like one, two? It, it shows me counting. So I don't know um, if if he went into. Um, and went into something that he was, you know, that they were, they were doing with him, but uh, he did, she is showing me that right foot, but I don't see a bandage on it. So I don't think it was hurt. I, I just feel like that right foot, he was using that right foot for something and it could be for the way he was, you know, walking and, you know, I don't know. And, you know, it looked like a show horse, almost like the foot came up like a show. So I don't know what, what, he, what he was used for. But uh, he did say that he really uh, bonded with you, is what I'm hearing. And he really didn't bond with any other people. But he loved his last part of his life. He was in a field, and he really liked that. So. Okay. Okay. Sorry, right. Cindy. Well, thank you. Hey, That's all you're right. welcome. You. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. Okay. I am going to talk to 203. I'm going to look and see if we've got Jerry back on. 
No, we don't. I don't. Wait a minute. Jerry. Jerry. Okay, we didn't. All right. So, two. Oh, I am going to pick up 707. You are on with me. It's all about pets today. Now, I am not the pet expert. So you can ask me another question, but I'd like to keep it towards, you know, pets. I'm able to find them in spirit, but uh, if you have another question, I'm, I'm good to go, too. Good morning, Bonnie. Oh, hi, Kathleen. How are you? Well, you know, I lost my guest, but I'm okay, and I can do whatever they do, except that I'm not the expert at it, but thank you for asking um, you know, I I do have a little pet here, but I also wanted to bring in the enjoyment because I live kind of in the country. Uh-huh. So my pets are turkeys and deer and rabbit and Ooh, quail, oh, I and that. I enjoy them so much. And the birds. Oh, my gosh, the birds. Oh. And eagles, you know, fly by. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like I'm really blessed. Uh but I do have my mom's dog. She passed three years ago. Yeah. And is it a, such a the little chihuahua. He's just yeah, he's very sweet. Yeah. Very mild manner. I, I feel like he misses her a lot. He, yeah, because, I was just going to say to you, I feel his heart, and he misses her so much. I can feel that. I just, mm-hmm. you know, because she sat with him every day. And he sat yeah. right beside her and slept yeah. with her. He did yeah. everything with her. And he's okay with us, but it's not the same. No, it will never be heart. the same. Yeah, he, he you know, he probably, I mean, I, you know, it's really uh, crazy because um, it's interesting. Uh, Jerry had a case this week, something like this. But, uh, yeah, his heart is broken um, for the rest oh. of the time he's here. How old is he, can I ask? He's 14, but, yeah. you know, even when I take him into the groomers, they think he's so much younger because he's still pretty spry. Yeah. Um, but he sleeps yeah. a lot, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I, I can feel that he does miss mom a lot. Yeah, he does. He likes, you know, what he's saying to me, interesting, or showing me, actually, is that he really loves your home. He he gets, he he. I feel like the environment for him is actually better, but his environment with your mom was just her. So, of right. course, you know, of course he misses her terribly, but he really does like the environment he's in. It's just his heart's broken. He misses his, his human. Um, yeah. But he doesn't want you to feel that he doesn't love you because he does, and he knew you. So um, he's right. grateful. He's so grateful that you're taking care of him. He's Aww. so grateful. Uh, and he will be around, but he he does miss your mom. And what he misses is uh, he came with her. And you know we, we you know what we were talking about. Do we come down with our pets, and do they know what's going to happen? Oh yeah, they they knew that you know that he was going to outlive you know his owner, and or his human. And he also knew he'd end up with you. So there's there's lessons, and I feel that for you, Kathleen, that you really love having him around. Because it reminds you of your mom. It's a piece of your mom with you all the time. Oh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. That's and sweet. I th- and I feel like she wanted you to have a piece of her. So she you did. had no I, choice. I used, yeah. I 
used to tease her just to keep her going. I'd say, I'm not taking care of him. you got to get up. you got to move around, you know. And it was just a joke, you know. But, of course, I just absolutely love having him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you – how long has she passed? Three years ago? It's been three years. I think it's been three years. You know, time flies when you – you know, time – I mean, my dad's been gone, I think, 13, and it feels like a year. That's how much I broke – he broke my heart leaving. So I feel like for you, um, I feel that uh, you're going to get closer to – what's the dog's name? Peanut. Peanut. You're going to get closer to Peanut this year. I don't know why, but you're going to feel closer to Peanut this year. Okay. Okay. So I don't know why. I know you feel close, but I kind of feel um, it was really weird because the tug for me is not there. So Uh I feel there's like an aura of you. um, The dog is mourning still, and you're not really connecting the way you want to connect to him or you think you want to connect to him because I don't feel the connection. Yeah, I feel bad because he comes up to sit with me, but I can't sit long. So I'm up yeah. and I'm down and I'm up. And he's just like, what are you doing? Okay, I'm down. I'm up. Yeah. You know, it's just like yeah. my energy level is so different than my mom's. Yeah. So he, I feel like you're going to connect with him. I don't know why better this year. Um, they're showing me that you can take a, you know, I had a chihuahua and I did the same thing. She you know my energy. Oh, my God, I don't think I sat down. But I used to carry her around. Um, but she uh-huh. was not small, even though she was a, a chihuahua time, supposed to be a five pounds, she was actually nine. For me to carry nine pounds, she looked like a, no, but anyway, and she was skinny. That's but the what thing is that, is about nine yeah, pounds. yeah, you need to get, you know, I was always thinking about getting, you know, they have those slings, where you, like a baby sling, and you put it in, and oh, then yeah. they just nuzz, they nuzzle in there, you can walk around, you can do whatever you want, because I feel like uh, Peanut needs to be close. And uh, I, I'm not going to tell you you have to wear it all the time, but you kind of have to, you know, find a way to, um, because it's going to be this year that you're really bonded. I don't know why. Again, I, I don't know, you know, what, what's going to come up. But I do know that um, he, he, you both have to bond a little bit more, you know, even though okay. I feel like he needs it more than you, um, he needs you to want him more than you do right now. Oh, so, yeah. Aww. So Kathleen, you're gonna have to do. You're have to, gonna have to find a sling, or you're gonna have to sit with them a little longer, carry them around for a little bit, bit even though they're heavy. Okay, yeah, it's he nine pounds. Like to be carried. Yeah. You know, surely didn't either, but. Doesn't. Yeah. Well, he'll get but used to it if you sling. do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you know, he has to get used to it. Although he's 13 or 14, and you know, they don't get used to things really. Uh, I just feel like he's trying to get you, he's trying to corral you to be, give him the comfort your mom did, what I'm feeling. Um, okay, and I, you, I totally get that. Okay. So I, I am going to move to the next, yeah, I'm going to move to the next person because I'd like to get a, a few people in here. But I okay, love hearing you, from you, Kathleen. And can I ask I another question? Of, oh, sure. I love that too. What about the birds? You know, I just had an incident here with the birds, so I'm going to ask you, do you feed your birds? Can I do birds? 
No, do you feed your birds? Do you take bird feed out and feed them? Uh, sometimes I do. Um, sometimes it's really funny. In the uh, summertime, I'll leave breadcrumbs out, and then I'll get like a uh, raven or a crow, and they are so smart. And I watch them dip the, the crumbs if they're hard in the water. So mm-hmm. it's amazing. I just never know. I just I enjoy them so much. I just found but my different. pet ex. I just found my pet expert on. I need to say hello to him, Jerry. I got you back. I'm not sure how long this is going to last for. I'm afraid it's taken me three attempts. And um, what we're I talking know. about, Mercury retrograde. I'm sorry, my computer yeah. died twice. Uh, well, so I'm, I apologize. If I disappear again, it's um, you know, I, there's nothing I can do about it. Unfortunately, I do apologize. Okay, no problem. But I just, Kathleen, I was just talking to Kathleen about her um, peanuts, which is looked at, it's probably like a chili. You know, it's a, it's a nine-pound chihuahua that her mom left when she left the earth plane. So I was connecting with, uh, with peanuts. So do you have anything more that you could say? I don't know if you heard it, but Kathleen is still on. So if you... Uh, no, I didn't. I, I, I missed, unfortunately, probably 99% of it. Um, so, That's okay. Uh, no, I, I didn't hear, unfortunately. All I will say is, because what I'm picking up now, I have to say animals grieve the same as humans. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we were talking about. He's still having a hard time. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but, well... Yeah, uh, and it's it's something that I come across a lot, um, and it's just unfortunate that um, uh, it, it's when animals do grieve and when they are mourning a loss. Because I had somebody on the on the phone to me recently who's um, uh, got a German Shepherd who's um, uh, mourning the loss of her partner, as in the human mm-hmm. partner, and the mm-hmm. German Shepherd's just got into almost shutdown. Um, so you know it's it's you know animals grieve the same as we do. Um, they're no different. They're sentient beings. Why shouldn't they? Exactly, exactly. Okay, thank you guys for today, and hello to you, Jerry. Um, and get You're you welcome, back to your Kathleen. Thank, thank you, thank you, oh, Jerry. Can okay. you do me a can you do me a favor? Thank you, Kathleen. I didn't want to cut you off, but can you do me a favor? I am going to have to run out for about two minutes. Can I put the next caller on for you? And hopefully you'll at least be able to connect, you know, uh, the connection will stay until I get back. I, I, well, I'm just um, hoping that, you know, the electronic world will keep me online. I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. Eight, four, seven, you are on with Jerry. He is our pet expert communicator and pet expert psychic. Who are we speaking to before I leave the plane here for a minute? Hi. Hi, this is Donna from Chicago. How are you? Hi, Donna. I'm hoping you have a pet pet uh, question for him, or a question or mm-hmm. communication, or a psychic communication. Well, I have Missy that's passed away, and I have Teddy Bear that's here. So anything from either of them would be great. Donna, I'm going to walk off, and I'm sad I'm going to miss this, but I will be back in about 30 seconds. Go for it, Chair. Donna, hi. Was that particular? You just said anything I was picking up. And um, um, what was the name of the, the the animal companion that's currently with you? Teddy bear. 
because the first thing I heard was, um, I'm on my own, I'm on my own. So I take it Teddy Bear is, a one, is, is, is an individual one-off. There aren't any other animal connections around. He he is an only dog. He is he doesn't yeah. have there's no other dogs in the house, but he has tons no. of friends. Uh yeah, um in a way it's a little bit like the the human world. We can have friends, but we can still feel alone. Um and Teddy Bear, uh, I love the name. Um Thanks. is just, it, it's just it's I I feel with Teddy Bear I get in this uh, lovely, boisterous, fun um, personality. I get this link with um, uh, very strong emotional, can be a little bit headstrong at times. Um, certainly knows who the boss is. Um, uh, does this all make sense so far? Sure, it does. Yep. Yep. Um, He's very, very smart. So he yeah, is too smart. Good. Turning into this, this, this thing that he's—he's he's six years old. And if we're we take two mile walks in the morning, we take two mile walks in the evening, and we just go around the block like late at night to end our night. And he will tell you which way he wants to go on his walk. He will just hold the chain real tight and keep staring at you out of the corner of his eye. And okay. we're in Chicago, so when it's 55 below with the wind chill, we're not taking a two-mile walk, buddy. <laughs> no, that's where, and that is where you have to be seen as the pack leader and say, well, I'm sorry, but um, as much as I'd like to go that way, we're not going that way, Teddy Bear. We're going on a very short walk around the block, and then we're going to, then we're going to be back at home in the warm. See, he is, as I said, he's headstrong, um, and sometimes that gets, you know, he gets too headstrong, and uh, and it, it is difficult sometimes. But you know, we the, it's very unfortunate in a way, I suppose, that see, animal companions have to live by our rules uh, in the wild. They live by their own rules. Um, but you know, domestic animals, they need to. They, we have to find the the balance between what is good for them but also what lines a bit like children that they can't cross um so i can understand where he's at but say the first thing he screamed at me was literally it was like listen to me listen to me i'm on my own i'm on my own um so that's the only thing he's having a slight struggle with uh the fact that he's on his own um now the other thing is he hasn't yet seen because you also mentioned that you have an animal companion in spirit. Well, that other animal companion has also been in the house. Um, I don't feel that Teddy Bear has actually seen uh, yet this other spirit energy in the house, but it's in the house because I can see him running around. Okay. She would be. And she was a bossy bean, but her and Ted only stayed together for we there were it was a divorce and he got missy and then later we adopted teddy bear so teddy bear only met missy for like three days and it was not a good match she was just not nice to him and he's a very loving gentle dog even though he's pitbull and and lab mix he's very gentle and loving so the thing is 
means that she had a lot of emotional energies that needed to be re-channeled and released. And sometimes it can take, you know, anything up to three weeks, a month or longer when a new animal comes into the pack and the pack doesn't, in your house, just didn't consist of animals. It was about you human beings as well. It was like, I have to establish my authority. I have to be seen to be the dominant one. Well, um, it, it was unfortunate that, you know, it was only for a very short time. Um, and although Ted was, as you say, very cool, calm and laid back, there would have come a time if she had persisted, then he would have marked her card for her. Trust me. What? Um, that would have, that would have, that would have happened. Um, but, you know, he's, um, she's, she's still running around the house, um, doing her own thing. Just uh, there's a particular place that she's showing me that she likes to go and lie down, spiritually speaking, to go to sleep. And it looks like there's blankets there or something soft that she's lying on. Um, and that just seems to be her favourite spot. I don't know where it's near something warm, but she just feels all she feels very cosy. Um, but her spirit's around in the house. But Ted, as I said, he's just you know he's okay. He's quite a, a laid-back character, as you said. But he does need his boundaries. Well, I think that. Well, yeah, great. because there's this rug in the kitchen that he sits on, and he he is just. He will whine and whine and whine, and he knows tons of commands. He knows hand commands. He knows the look on my face when I say, that's enough, buddy. And, but he will, he will be relentless and whine on that rug until you get up and get him that cookie. And then he'll sit <laughs> by the couch. I do the same thing. And I know. He'll sit by the couch, and I'll be doing the dishes. And he'll start his whining at the couch and then looking around the corner at me and then coming back. He wants me to sit down, get my blanket so he can lay on top of me and take a nap. Wow. <laughs> and he's, I know exactly blanket, what he yeah. wants all the time. And yep. he wants another dog. I know he wants another dog. He loves his friends. He's got like five friends around the neighborhood when we take walks. But he'll play on the way back from the walk. On the way that we're leaving the walk, he does not want to acknowledge anybody. He just keeps his head straight, and he wants to go on his walk. So, um, it, it, it's, uh, again, that's just that's just about territory. You know, he's yeah. he wants to make sure that he is in command of his territory in his space, and that's why he won't acknowledge anyone else until you know he's happy that he's done that. So that's that's it. that's good in the way. But as I said. Uh, there is a dominant character there that sometimes you just need to, you know, say the word no and, you know, if something's not acceptable, you say the word no and that's it. You know, it has to be done. Um, but yeah. uh, love him. A love, lovely energy, lovely character. Um, and Donna. And as I said, sorry, go on, Bonnie. Yes. No, I didn't mean, I didn't want to interrupt, but, but Donna, I just have to tell you, he knows how to, he knows how to play you. Like when I see him looking around, because I saw his head, it's like you. He looks like he's trying to to swoon you, and you do swoon every once in a while. That's why he does it. But anyway, that's that's just my my uh, yep. little pet peeve. Okay. <laughs> but I so yeah. I wonder if you can just tell me that Missy, who has passed on, if she's with her best friend Grandma. That she was always my dog. And then when Grandma moved in with us, 
for for four years, she Missy became Grandma's dog, and then when Grandma passed away, Missy had a hard time with it. But you know, she did better after a few years. But now that Missy's passed away, I just want to make sure that they've connected together again. Sorry, Bonnie, I missed a bit of that because my Skype is um, it's going wobbly again. I do apologise. Like uh, it's it's. Um, Donna, there is no doubt. <laughs> there is no doubt. I mean, both both oh. of them are. I mean, the link is there. So I, you know, they're both. It's interesting because your grandma's got her hand out. I felt. I feel like she had at the end. She was pretty frail. So I, I feel like her mm. hand is there, and 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 Misty is her whole body is there. So yeah, I, I have no doubt that they have bonded once again in spirit and I don't feel like I feel like uh, they're together like glue you know they're showing me glue so I would not oh good <laughs> yeah so okay I am glad going... that they found each other thank you very oh, much for I... your time Jerry and Bonnie enjoyed your you're show you're welcome thank you I'm glad Thanks. and you know what uh, it was never they were lost I'm hearing from them is that they uh, they went straight for each other I, I really believe that so Rest Aww. assured, they're good. Okay, we'll talk Thank to you soon, you. Donna. You're welcome. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. Jerry, are you there? Only Jerry. just. I'm, yeah, I'm only just here. Only just. <laughs> I am going to put on 210. The reason I'm going to put her on for you, and I'll pick up if you can't, is that I know her, and, and so I told her to call in because I know she's got some issues with some pets that have passed. So I'm going to tell you, this is Texas Pearl. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Bonnie. Good to talk to you, too. Thank you for getting me on. <laughs> I'm so happy because I, this would be a show that I would really feel we don't talk a lot about, but I know that you, uh, you've had some, you know, you've had some, uh, you've had some, like uh, me, devastating, you know, things happen with pets. So I'm going to hand you to Jerry before he actually, you know, leaves us because of his Skype. So go for it, Texas. Hello, Jerry. Hi. <laughs> so what do you pick up on my pet? That's too that's broad. A very wide, that's too yeah, wide. That's it's too a very wide-open question. I, what I tell you what I do pick up, someone's got some guilt they need to let go of. Yeah, well, that's true, too, yes. So what, what do you pick up on my um, um, Tiffany? Tiffany, is Tiffany the one that passed? Yes. Okay, and was this your mom's dog or yours? Yes. Your mom. Well, so Jerry, well, she, well it was both, she left the right? She left the dog to me. Yeah. Um, okay, the first thing I'm picking up is unresolved sadness. Um, there's something, there's a lot of words that haven't been said that should have been. And I also get the feeling that uh, there needs to be uh, a release, a letting, well, the words I'm being given are a letting go. Um, and Bonnie, can you pick this up? Sorry, my Skype has just been flashing on the screen at me again, so I don't even know if I'm actually being heard with what I'm saying. Yeah, you have you are being heard. But uh uh Texas, you have there was a pet. Well I see I don't want to bring him through. I know the emotions because I know what happened. 
So that's why, you know, for me to do it, 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 it just would be repeat of what, what I've already told you. But uh, you have, which was the pet? Was it yours that, that, that got lost in the backyard? Yes, yes, that was, um, that dog's name was Abby. Yeah, and where is Abby? Abby died. Yeah, so that's the dog I'm picking up. I'm picking up Abby, and I... I've got the word tragedy as well, Bonnie. I've got tragedy. Yeah. Where's the... Because I've got the Bee Gees in my ears now singing tragedy. So there's there's a tragedy, there's something really... um, one of these, unfortunately, I feel they crossed over very quickly, and it was like abrupt. It, the word I'm hearing is abrupt. Uh, that could be either one, kind of. Well, which one was the tragedy one? Because they both didn't. I mean, it's always tragic to lose one, but there was. I'm going to let Jerry do this, Jerry say because I know the situation. Which one died under tragic circumstances? Not ones that are are were you know were were expected. Hello. Hello. Okay, this is terrible. I don't know what I'm. All right. Well, you know what, everyone. I am really sorry, but we are having Mercury retrograde moments. So we will continue with the show. <laughs> ah, Jerry probably blew the show up here today. Are you? Did you hear? Did you hear, uh, Texas? What we were saying? Yeah, he was saying that that one of them died tragically. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Up oh, there he is. Maybe. <laughs> Which one died tragically? Know. Well, they both had tragic ends, so I don't know which one he was referring to. Right. Hello, I'm back again. I think I've got my. I He's think back. I've got my sister. Yay. Uh, okay, there's one that there's one that passed abruptly, Texas. There's one that went very quickly. I'm not saying they both weren't didn't pass in tragic circumstances, but one was uh, one was just abrupt. You know, I'm getting yes. here, here one minute, then there. On the exactly. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm also I've got a I've, I've got a human spirit around both of them as well, uh, and this human spirit is saying I managed to catch one, but I nearly missed the other one. <laughs> Interesting. Does that make sense? No. Oh my gosh, it makes sense to me, and it's my, it makes sense well, to me, it, and I'm not your well, family. Well, but go ahead. The, 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 the spirit that's that's coming through said, "I see one when one animal passed, this spirit picked one up immediately and was there like, bang! I I got their spirit. The, the other one, they're saying, I nearly missed them. I managed to grab hold of them, but I nearly missed them. Um, so." I feel that's because there was an accident or something happened. That's what I'm picking up. Okay. I, I understand that now. That probably would have been my mother. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, now, um, if this is... Because I've got more than two animals connecting with you in spirit, you see. I've got I've got another couple running around here somewhere because I can feel them behind me. So they're not the only two. 
Well, the the only other one would have been, and I don't really have any more for me. The other one would have been um, a bird, maybe. Well, I've got, I got other animals connecting with you. I've got, I say, I have two linking in the, that were somewhere within the family that are connecting with you, not just these two, plus this. Oh. I, it must be your mum that I've got, I've got, I've got here in spirit because um, she's um, she's 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 a strong character, your mum. Yeah, she was. yeah, you got her. Uh, yeah, and, and she's like, no, I'm here. I'm here. Um, I'll take control. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's her mom. Okay. That, that's fine. Yes. I, I'm quite happy with that. Um, and um, she, but she's looking very intently at you. And saying, as I said earlier, it's like, uh, let go, let go. She's saying, just let go. Everything's fine. I've got them. You can let go now. That's what. She's... Did, did, yeah. Can you understand that? Yeah. The, the the dog that she left with me, that was her dog, was um, would, died very suddenly. I just I came in and found her dead after being uh, going out to dinner one night, and so that was the big shock. The other the other dog had been kind of sick for a while and kind of not looking very good but this dog was only like 10 years old and it was formerly her pet so I understand what she's saying and what you're saying yeah because uh, yeah, that one passed with a broken uh, with a broken heart that's why um and it's just very sad it is sad you know and it's 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 when these things happen that uh, we can never understand because animals are with us for such a short time uh, whereas uh, people aren't um, people with us for a much longer period, obviously. Um, however, what I'm what I'm hearing is um, uh, there's there's I've got <coughs> excuse me it's like I've got three energy balls of love being being uh, sent in your direction, one from your mum and two from these other uh, other animals, the spirit animals that are, are around. One of them still connects with you very much, and I don't know why I'm looking at your feet. But one seems to be connecting with you around your feet. Either you can you sensed it around your feet, or you sensed cold air around your feet, and that's where it connects. Um, there's a strong spiritual line that goes through all of you, uh, all of your, you know, your mum's energy. These particularly these two spirit animals and you. There's this lovely gold spiritual cord that's connecting all of you. Um, and that is it, it's very bright it's lovely but your mum is is very much saying it's it's okay i've got them i've got them now she said it's okay um, and then she smiled and that's as much as i could get straight away bonnie i love that listen we do not have a whole lot of time texas so unless you want to make a comment very quickly uh, I feel you know all the characters. What I love is the bright light and the connection, uh, the golden thread. That's beautiful. And you know yourself, you are spiritual and, and metaphysical and have gifts your, yourself with healing. So that gold light is, to me, lovely. That's beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day. And I'm glad I got you on when Jerry was on. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm thrilled. Good. I am so happy. All right. Uh, you're a gift to all of us, too. Just remember that, Texas. You are sweet. You're wonderful. Your soul and aura, to me, is just so bright. I just wish you could feel yourself sometimes. But then you're a Scorpio. And, you know, hey, I know about Scorpios. 
So have a great day. <laughs> and I will speak to you later. Thank Bye. You. You're welcome. Jerry, you're just, uh, we have had so many people that want to get in about their pets. For everyone, we only have about two minutes. I'd like Jerry to be, have a little bit of say and tell everybody how to find him. And then we are going to continue our pets. We might not continue it next week, but, but we're going to bring pets back at least once a month or once every two months. We know you all want to connect. And there's so many stories, Jerry, about pets. So please tell everyone you do communicate with them. You do find missing pets. You have worked miracles with a lot of people and their living pets, and you do everything under the sun. So please go to Jerry's website, psych, uh, go ahead and give us Jerry, senseofknowing.co.uk, S-E-N-S-E-O-F-K-N-O-W-I-N-G, senseofknowing.co.uk. Jerry, tell them how, you, how they can find you. You're on social media. Uh, social media, all the usual uh, outlets, Instagram, um, Facebook, LinkedIn, etc., etc. Just type in my name or type jerry.psychic, uh, you'll find me. There's a, a form on the contact page of my website um, if you would to like to connect any further uh, with me. Bonnie, I do apologize <laughs> about the technical issues. Unfortunately, <laughs> there's nothing I could do about those. So hopefully... Um, you'll find a uh, slot a time in your show that we can do this again and hopefully we can get through a few more people. Absolutely. Let me know, everyone, how you like the show. Is pets what you want to continue with? We are going to have another show. It is important. They're important as well as us. So tune in because Jerry is definitely the master in this field. So I want to thank everybody. I want to thank my guest, my house guest, Jerry, who I love and always thank because without him, it would be really, I would just be me. So, and you know, I love me, but I love having Jerry. So everyone have a great day. Have a great evening. And we'll see you back next Monday is Kelly. Uh, Let's hope we can get her. She's been sick. Kelly Coulter and Jerry and I will be back next Wednesday. Thank you, everyone. Have a great evening and love and kiss your pet. Bye.